Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. How excited are you for the draft? You got the third pick in the draft, <laughs> yeah. and now it's on your shoulders. That's right, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm very excited, I'm very excited. What I will say is this, we're gonna draft the best player for a position that is very important. You put the pieces together. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard Mayo with Steve Burton. It's not the only thing he told to Burton. Maybe we can bring some of this back because it was interesting. That's the final hour of Jones and Mega with Arcan. That certainly has garnered the most headlines, clicks, views on social media. We all think he was talking about quarterback, right? Because some people out there seem to think that, well, quarterback isn't the only important position. It isn't. Tackle's important. It is important. Receiver's important. Quite important. We've learned that over the last couple years. Edge rusher, corner. Well, you got those. Maybe. Maybe, but, maybe. You got Matthew Judon. You got Christian well, Gonzalez. Yeah, it's assuming Judon's back. And that's assuming Gonzalez. You I mean, know something I don't? No, I'm just saying. I, I just, I, I wonder. I, do we know he's going to be back? Judon's tweeting about how he's Patriots GM right now. He's also their most, he's also their most expensive player coming off an injury. Those are the kind of guys who tend to get cut. So, I don't know. I'm just telling you I don't know. And let's see if Gonzalez is good outside of the month of September. People thought Jack Jones was really good last year, too. So it's the final hour, 617-779-7937. We'll get to your feedback. I think unquestionably he was talking about quarterback. The debate becomes, does he know? And are the Patriots locked in on a QB? As long as they're sold on all three guys at the top, I hope they are. If they have conviction about Jaden Daniels, but not Drake May. What if they have convicted information? Could be that, uh, Mike McDaniel. But as long as they believe in all three of those guys, and they may not, but if they're locked in on a quarterback, I applaud them. They need one. So I hope Gerard Mayo is speaking from a place of knowledge and saying, yeah, yeah, we're taking a quarterback. Don't you worry, because we have tickets to sell, uh, uh, viewers to, to, to tune in and watch us every single week, games to win, and the easiest way to do that, case in point, the Houston Texans, argue with it all you want, is the quarterback, plain and simple. I don't have a concern about them taking a quarterback. I have a concern about who has the final say, who's making the pick. Like we asked Tommy Curran an hour and a half ago, who's going to be in the room on draft night? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Like that, that, I know we're early in the offseason, but 
I want them to have a plan for this stuff because they had a plan for the head coach, as you pointed out, two years ago. Like, they had this planned out and drawn up in a contract, and we're so set on this. And I think that GM and the personnel power is a bigger deal because it's harder to fix when you screw it up as you see what the team is going through right now. And you're going into this offseason where you're going to need to draft a quarterback, and it's not as simple as, well, we already had the scouts in place. Oh, Mego, they already had the scouts in place the whole time during college. How stupid are you? How hard do you think it is? Oh, right, because nothing happens on draft night. You basically just plug it into a computer, and then you can sit back and just not do anything for the next three days. Right. Uh, I actually heard Rich uh, Keith mention this the other night. You know, Baker Mayfield was thought of as like a mid to late first round pick until very, very late in the process. And all of a sudden he's the number one pick. I just got like a little dizzy doing that voice. That's okay. <gasps> Mac Jones, that was your angry yawn uh, yeah. from earlier. Mac Jones uh, was thought of as a second or third round guy. And he moved up to the middle of the first round and people thought he could go as high as three to San Francisco. So... Things can change. Guys move. You know, when we started talking about Jaden, when I planted my flag on the Jaden Daniels bandwagon, I thought he was going to maybe not even be a first-round pick. Like, I was like, look, after the big names, Williams and Drake May, who do I like? Daniels. And I'm like, you might be able to get him at the end of the first round, early second. Wrong. Wins the Heisman, tears up the SEC. He's skyrocketing up boards. So a lot can change, and a lot will change between now and the draft. The way we talk about all these prospects is going to change a lot. And so who's making the call? I agree that's important. I'll make a prediction. You know who won't be in the draft room for the third pick? Robin Glazer. Robin Glazer will not be in there. Is that is that your actual prediction? Yes. Okay, thank you. They know what the optics would be. But I think she's going to have say. She's and not going to have say. I really don't think so. Okay. I really don't think she's going to have say. She's going to be off to the side wondering why the people no, no. are doing what they're nope. doing. She like won't they be in now. there. <laughs> she won't be in there because they'll know how it looks. They'll know how it looks if Robin Glazer's in there, what people will say and what we'll do. So she won't be in there. That's a prediction. Is Jonathan going to be in there? thousand percent. He's always in there. He wasn't there for the press conference yesterday no, or no. the press conference last week. Fair. Well, I, it would be noteworthy if he's not, but I think he will be there. So do you think he won't be? I don't. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I honestly. <laughs> the excuse. Oh yeah. Punctuate those hot takes. The excuse was that something was Biopic. going on. Something was going on with uh, the craft group. And so are they going to use that excuse again? Like how many times can you use the dog ate my homework as an excuse? If Jonathan's not in there, that would say a lot. Jonathan will be in there. Robert will be in there. Macro, Elliot Wolf, all these other people will be in there. I bet Robin Glazer won't. But I'll, I mean, maybe not. But if this, t- this team's so worried about optics, yeah. hire a general manager. Like that would be nice for the optics. Have somebody that you know is going to no, no, be no. in there and who everybody respects. No. That's going to be it. And instead, they're just like, yeah, yeah, whoever's here. Yeah, well, Matt Grow. Are you guys just Elliot realized- Wolf? Whatever. Like we'll put them in there, and that'll be that. Like that's not good optics either. The, of course, the number one thing they're worried about is optics. It's why they wouldn't fire Bill. It's the only reason they would. They're done with Bill. The only reason they didn't fire Bill was the optics. So, yes, that's what's running the organization these days. Optics, how it looks, how it plays, the PR of it. So that's what runs it. Biopics. We said this this a million times. Fire Bill in season, get a look at Mayo, evaluate him. And then you could actually have something real and tangible with Mayo. But you don't. And so you're flying by the seat of your pants. 617-779-7937. We'll get to more clips here from Gerard Mayo with Steve Burton. Uh, again, just telling you how bad it was with Bill. But Jason's in New Hampshire, uh, wants to push back on something I said last hour. Go ahead, Jason. Hey, yeah, so last hour you said coaching only counts for 1% in the NFL. Yeah, I, you know what, Jason, hang on. Jason, I want to apologize. That was much too high. How about 0.1%? Let me do that. Stop it. Yes. Okay. Okay, well, you just proved that you can put a microphone in any any dope's mouth and you call him a sports journalist. Okay. Okay. I don't call myself a journalist. Sports journalist? I'm not a journalist. Congratulations, Jones. I have no idea. I've been promoted by Jason, yes. (laughs) You 
logic, Aaron Rodgers should have had five Super Bowls, Peyton Manning nine, and Dan Marino 20. Yeah, no, but all, all those, well, not Marino, but, you know, Peyton Manning won two, and Aaron Rodgers won one, and those are top five all-time quarterbacks, and they all broke through and won. So this is my counterpoint to coaching, and I don't know if he was listening, I think he was, when Shane called in earlier and yelled at me about this. I don't know that Brady would have six, sorry. He didn't I, really yell at you. Well, whatever, I like to phrase it that way. Yeah, Marino had that awful you. Don Shula as his coach, too. So Yeah, like. yeah, exactly, right. What did, what, Shula couldn't win with Marino, yeah. so like, what did, what did coaching do? So, I don't know, maybe Marino's just a choker. You ever think about that? So, uh, I, I put that before coaching. When it comes to Brady, I don't know that Brady would have won seven without Bill, but I know he won one, and I know Bill's won diddly squat without Brady, not even division titles, never mind a Super Bowl. I do know that. And furthermore, I, I use Kurt Warner as my example. Kurt Warner, I, I think, would have won multiple Super Bowls no matter what. And Kurt Warner slipped through the cracks, bounced around organizations. He won with the Rams. He got back to another Super Bowl. Um, so Isla made multiple Super Bowls. I shouldn't say won multiple Super Bowls. He made three. And so I think that's the example I would use with someone like Tom Brady and quarterback over coaching. And really, that's my real argument. We can play around with the percentage. But do you think a coach is more important than a quarterback? Almost never. Okay. That's my real point. And so if you think 1% is too low, fine, let's haggle over the percent. Well, well like there's always these um, fringy cases, and the one that I would say that we see in the league right now that people would argue would be San Francisco. And one. And so you think that... Marino got to a Super Bowl. Shanahan's been to a Super Bowl by his lot. That would not, that's not an acceptable answer by the caller's logic. Because they haven't won. And one. So if they win, is that Brock Purdy or is that Mike... Shanahan. Let's see. I, I, I mean, I, sorry, Kyle Shanahan. Let's see. I like Purdy more than Washington, most. Washington brain. But Shanahan getting to a Super Bowl and then getting over the hump with Purdy, maybe he needed Purdy over Garoppolo to get over the hump. Or maybe that's a, a verification of Shanahan and his greatness. We'll see. Well, how do you explain uh, Joe Gibbs then? Uh, it was 30 years ago. Like, I don't know. Like, he like he won a bunch with a different bunch of different era. quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, it's really, right. In uh, the, the only explanation is greatest coach ever. In the 80s, <laughs> did coaching matter more? And so, maybe. Like, maybe then. I don't know that quarterback play was on this level. And, like... I don't know. Ultimately, Elway won. Ultimately, Favre won and Rodgers won and Manning won. Did they win enough? We can debate. But did they not win because of coaching? Or did they not win because Brady was just, and I say didn't win. Uh, the gap in winning is just because Brady was that much better than them and that much more of a winner and that much better in the clutch than guys like Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino. I just, I just don't like how simplistic it is, to be honest. Yeah. But I get it. No, no. It's a conversation I over, starter. I oversimplify it, but you agree with the takeaway. Quarterback over coach. I think in all, in most cases, I would say in like ninety percent of cases, it's athlete over coach in most sports. The yeah. athlete is the difference maker. Yeah, I mean, but not, Arcan, in, do you but not with that? in every single case. And I, and yeah. I wouldn't say it's it's just quarterback. Yeah. like there's so put obviously a, put other a, factors. I said one percent. Put a percentage on it. Of in the NFL is totally different to me. The NFL coaching matters a lot more than what other percent? sports. Eagles won with Foles. What and they percent? didn't have a great coach either. So I would say like forty percent. Okay, too high. What percent? Fifteen. Okay, that's more like it. Twenty. That's I don't know. Percent. Like just fifteen uh... percent. Uh, Let's do that uh, real quick because I promised it. Can I hear a little bit more from Gerard Mayo? Uh, this is Mayo with Steve Burton. Uh, question number one uh, was about uh, changing of the guard. They needed a, a, a change. Is what Gerard Mayo. Told Steve Burton on WBZ. Uh, Ryan, you let me know when you have it. I yeah. look at it as a chance, an opportunity to really, you know, put my stamp on this team. Even though they, I mean, the Patriots, we've had runs. We've had runs. But at the same time, uh, change needed to be had. And it, 
I'm not saying that's because you no, know, with Bill or whatever. I'm just saying just no. in general uh, as far as our, our culture. Okay. So that's uh, Mayo. I'm not saying it was because Bill, but we needed to change. Well, what? Bill didn't. There need, is one change. We didn't need to change <laughs> Thank Bill. you. We needed to change the culture. I mean, look, maybe uh, he, he could be talking about Mac, or maybe he's talking about an impending move at GM, although that's still Bill, or offensive coordinator. But feels like you're talking about Bill there, Gerard. Mac's like still in the room. He's like, we need a change. <laughs> Stares at Mac. <laughs> There's also this. Uh, how'd you two leave it, Belichick and Mayo? How did you leave it with Bill? How did you guys say goodbye? Um, it, it was okay. Like okay. we didn't. Uh, I mean, we didn't give each other a hug and kiss, but right. but that's, it, it was fine. And, and honestly, I have a ton of respect for Coach. Mm-hmm. I have a ton of respect for his sons. I have a ton of respect for the things that he's done. But at the same time, like I'm ready to go, and mm-hmm. I feel pretty it's confident. Time. It's my time. That's it's right. It's my time. It's my time. It's, it's Mayo's of, time. A lot of missed kisses. I just picture Bill on. like closing his eyes and puckering up. <laughs> you know, the foot goes up, and then all of a sudden he, he opens his eyes, and, and Mayo just leaves. Mayo's not there anymore. <laughs> the foot goes up. I save all my smooches for thunder over here. Come here, you. <laughs> Give me a kiss. <laughs> what How did you guys say goodbye? Mego, what did you say? A lot of lot of missed opportunities on on smooching this week. Yeah, not a lot, a lot of smooching of going on. Missed kisses. Kraft didn't want to kiss Bill. Gerard def, definitely didn't want to kiss. When he Bill. said he's changing the culture, boy, he wasn't kidding. So to me, it's just yeah, it's not a it's not a kissing culture anymore. Or maybe it is now. Now the Bill's gone. I don't it's know. It's like a big sign, like a Notre Dame is playing like a champion today. Now it's like no more smooches <laughs> <laughs> up in the locker room. So and you have, to, going out. No, you have to kiss it before you walk out. So, so they're all going only, out to the practice field. That's what it says over the, yeah. the, the doorway. No more kisses. They're slapping it as they walk out. My only takeaway is just stop telling me things were good last year between Mayo and Bill. Because Mayo's making it very, very, very clear. No knock on Bill, but I'm totally done with him. 617-779-7937. How did you guys say goodbye? Arcan. I want to kiss you. <laughs> Arcan with all the latest in trending. And when we come back, we have Meg explaining with Megan Annalini. What's coming up, Mego? Ooh, Duncan has found themselves in yet another lawsuit. This time it's the vegan mafia coming Uh-oh. for them. Oh, boy. That's next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
A quarterback. quarterback. You have to do whatever <laughs> you can to find the quarterback to make yourself a great team. You can draft every, you can hit on every top 10 pick for a decade. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not winning anything. So you take the chance, you roll the dice, and yes, you might fail, but it's worth the risk. Phil Perry the other day on Early Edition with Trenny. What do the Patriots need, Bego? They need a tag tackle a quarter. A quarterback. Yeah. You have to. I love it. I think they need a quarterback. I agree with that. And I, I agree with Phil. Now, look, if you don't believe in the pro, you don't just take some quarterback because you need to take a quarterback. But if you like Jaden Daniels and you think you should go at 10 instead of three, take Jaden Daniels. Like that, That's what I mean when I say you should lean in on a quarterback. You know what? Maybe he's a mid-first rounder instead of pick three. So, look, if you can trade back and accumulate more picks and still get your guy, great. Especially with a quarterback. Like, I hated that with Bill. Even the Christian Gonzalez thing, it's like, if you like your guy, just take him. With a quarterback, teams might move up the board, but don't get sniped. I mean, don't lose your guy trading down. And whoever's running the draft board is going to be new at it. Elliot Wolf, Matt Groh, Gerard Mayo, Jonathan... Robin Glazer. Stop it. Whoever it is. So I wouldn't play that game. If you like Jaden Daniels, you think he's a top 10 pick, then whatever, reach a little bit and take him at three. That That's what I mean. And if you like Jaden Daniels more than Drake May and Drake May drops to you, don't take him just because he drops. If you don't like him, don't take him. It's as simple as that. If you have conviction about a quarterback, you should move him up your board and you should take him at three. And don't worry about Marvin Harrison Jr. or Joe Alt because despite what people tell you, there's similar bust potential with those players that there is at quarterback. What, tackles never, you never whiff on a tackle? That never happens? Never, not once. What, people never whiff on wide receivers in the top five? Of course that happens. So you could whiff on Marvin Harrison or Joe Alt just like you could whiff on Jaden Daniels. Take the swing, because if you don't take it, you're never going to hit. Yeah, I think it's more of an argument about not taking the quarterback. Like, it's, it's not an argument for, oh, you have to take Jaden Daniels or you got to take Drake May if he's there. It's don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the risk. The risk adversity stuff is just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You're so afraid to make a mistake. How do you think people get quarterbacks? Do you know how rare it is to get a Brock Purdy? Do you know how rare it is to even end up with Dak Prescott? Mm-hmm. Go through the numbers of starting quarterbacks and see where they were drafted. Like, it Roger just, it, it happens, yes. It doesn't happen that often. No, but and, and to your point, like the Bills moved up for Josh Allen. People thought they were reaching on Josh Allen. They were right. Same thing with Mahomes. You know, the Chiefs came way up the board. Mahomes was not projected to go in, in the top 10. I think he went 10th, if I remember. Did he go 12, 10, something like that? They came way up the board because they believed in him and they went and got him. There were national pundits that thought that Lamar Jackson should switch positions and not be a quarterback. Thank you. Another good one. And so, and that was, you know, the Ravens moving up into the first round from the second round to secure their guy. And there's a lot of teams that whiff too. 
But like, look, think of the names I just mentioned. The Chiefs believed in Mahomes. They came up and got him. The Bills believed in Josh Allen. They came up and got him. The Ravens believed in Lamar Jackson. They came up and got him. Now, that one's a little wonkier because I believe they took, who was the tight end? They took a tight end before him. So he wasn't their first round pick. Hayden Hurst? They took a tight end before him in that same draft. Sounds right. So maybe that one's more of a gray area, but I might have just listed the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. So don't don't worry about over-drafting Jaden Daniels if you believe in him. If you're wishy-washy on him, then don't take him at three. And again, if you're wishy-washy on Caleb Williams and he drops to you at three, I don't think it's going to happen. But as an example, don't take him. If you don't believe in him, you can't take him. But if you believe in him and you feel like you're reaching a little bit, go ahead and reach. Take that shot. Be bold. Have conviction. Just like the Bills did with Josh Allen, just like the Chiefs did with Mahomes, just like the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. Look, we both agree on this. Arkan, when he looks at Marvin Harrison Jr., he sees something different, though. Yeah, you just think Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't going to bust. No, I gross. think I he's... Mean, <laughs> I mean, gross. He's not, he's, he's not going to be a uh, missed draft pick. No, I don't believe that he will be. I think that... And it's just... This is just my opinion. I mean, I'm talking about the quarterbacks here, and I've been on this kick for a while. It's the why, It's the reason why I'm okay with waiting around for someone like Knicks or Penix later. Yeah, you don't like the QBs. Because I just don't think they're, they, they separate that much. I think they're all kind of the same, and I think that you may hit on one of them, but I'm not rushing to... I'm yeah. not trading up to get any of them. So to me, I trade up to get Harrison. I think he's that kind of player. To me, that's satisfactory. It, it, like that's I don't agree with you, but I I am fine with that logic. The logic of like well wide receivers that high never miss. I just I hate that. It's like oh well he he's a guarantee. How Braylon Edwards went two, Charles Rogers went two, so like a lot Larry, of quarterbacks went high and they were busts too. So right, I mean, but but I'm just saying people because people remember the quarterbacks. There are busts everywhere. People remember the quarterbacks, but like do you remember Charles Rogers? Do you remember Braylon Edwards? And like Edwards had a decent career. He shouldn't have been drafted there. So. You know, there's guys who have hit in the top five. Larry Fitzgerald, Andre Johnson. Like, guys do hit there, but there are whiffs. Yeah, but just don't act like you never miss up there. And don't act like guys are are, are never uh, whiffs at wide receiver or they're never whiffs at tackle. There's plenty of whiffs at tackle. Tons of them. Eric Fisher, right? Like, uh, who was the guy with the Rams they drafted? Cam Robinson or something like that? Stunk. He's like the number two pick. So, like, there's tons of guys like that. That guy uh, on the Cardinals that they traded Chandler Jones for, remember what was his name? He was, like, a top five pick. Cooper. Yeah, D- Jonathan, no, no. Cooper. Jonathan Cooper. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. It was, was a high pick, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say DJ Humphreys. So, like, guys, all, all these picks can be whiffs, and they can all miss. And so you remember the quarterback. But the upshot of hitting on the quarterback if you hit on Daniels at three, you might have Josh Allen. That's you your franchise. You might have Lamar Jackson. That's your franchise for 10 years. Yes. Right. If you hit on... Calvin Johnson. Did that turn anything around? For the Lions? Nope, 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 nope. As Dan Orlovsky said, I mean, they made the they team better. They made the playoffs one they year. They didn't have the quarterback yeah. in place. Okay, I mean, you might make the playoffs they one year. They made the playoffs one year with They made the playoffs one year with Mac. So, like, you know, that can happen. So well, it turned things around. It's not like they continued to suck forever. No, no, I'm I mean, not telling you I want a bad player. A I'm him. not telling you I want a bad player, but you agree with this. If you hit on a quarterback, that's like supercharging your rebuild. Everyone's just so afraid to be the you Jets. You agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. They're just afraid to be the Jets. But just to continue the Detroit analogy here, I mean, they also picked Matthew Stafford, and he was a good quarterback, and he had Calvin Johnson, and that was a good quarterback and a good wide receiver, and they still couldn't Yeah, so either. refresh my memory. Who was there first, and when did they start making the playoffs? Was Calvin Johnson making the playoffs without Stafford, or I was Stafford? I thought he did. No, maybe I'm wrong. I, I think- thought. Without looking, I would say Stafford was there first because Stafford and Sam Bradford were the two rookie quarterbacks that were still under that old cap rule where they could take up like a crazy. Johnson was drafted in 07. Yeah, so Johnson was there before. Yeah. 
But they were paying and Stafford, Stafford was all that money though. It was rookie, yeah, right. rookie uh, contract. So I don't get the point. So when they started making the playoffs, it was Stafford. Right? Right, but they didn't win anything, I guess. Was well, no, point. no, no. And look, I don't even love Matt Stafford, but Stafford went and won a Super Bowl. And so, you know, does that speak to McVay, the coaching thing we were talking about before? Oh, Staff- Lord. Stafford's a weird one. There's too many philosophical debates going on for there this are. show. Can I just, uh, just rem- I just want to remind the listeners of one thing we touched on earlier the, the Florio report. Yeah. Just refresh my memory because we've talked all day about Bill and Atlanta and how he could fit together. We've gone off on a bit of a quarterback tangent. Yeah, we started doing Detroit talk. But, uh, Florio wrote, as to the Cowboys and Eagles, there's a belief in some league circles that both teams express interest in Bill, and Bill didn't reciprocate. Those teams decided to stick with their quarterbacks. One league source, as he explained it... With their coaches, you mean? I'm sorry, coaches. uh, Belichick is believed to be done with big market media, making him more inclined to go to a place like Atlanta or... Get out of here, Atlanta over a place like Dallas or Philadelphia. Yeah, it's very very Trumpian of him. I didn't even think of that, actually. What if there's like a... a I'm done with the big market media. The lamestream media. The lamestream Boston media. Football version of InfoWars. This show? Bill Bill appears on it? McAfee? I don't know. You can't be that on ESPN. Well, he's pushing it. He's got got Rodgers in there. It's not too far off. I'd say McAfee. Uh, so anyway, just a, Clipboard wars. just a reminder, Bill's done with the media. And I don't think it's because he can't play the media games. He's tired of being questioned. Bill can play the media games. It's not like he like, I can't do it anymore. Bill's just tired of people questioning him and phrasing his legacy a certain way or framing his legacy a certain way. And he goes to Atlanta. He's not, it's not going to be framed that way. And he's not going to be looked at that way. So I think that's what Florio's saying. But Atlanta feels like a borderline done deal. How do you feel about it? You can vote at Jones and Mega. We'll circle back to the results of that poll up now on Twitter. Meantime, let's get to Meg explaining with Megan Adelini. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. Duncan is reportedly in hot water again. This time it's with people who get bubble guts from milk and others who... From milk? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know the punchline. The toilet explodes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) According to the Boston Globe, uh, 10 plaintiffs who are lactose intolerant or have milk allergies filed a class action suit alleging that Duncan discriminates against them by charging extra by as much as two dollars and 15 cents on a single drink when they ask for non-dairy substitutes so oat milk almond milk i hate hate, whatever this is i hate Um, people so much so this suit was filed in u.s district court in the northern district of california shocker uh it asserts that there is quote no material difference between the cost of regular milk and non-dairy alternatives claims that duncan has unjustly enriched itself off the backs of the lactose challenge to the tune of $250 million. It uh, sounds like the never knew. <laughs> I know. The lactose challenge. No, no, no. Duncan hasn't responded to the lawsuit. You know, I, like, I, I don't know the answer. To the, I'm sorry. You finished. Finish. Okay. Well, I'll let you know that uh, according to this article, somewhere between 12 and 48% of the U.S. population is lactose intolerant. No, they're not. According to the that's legal what, filings. No, no. That's what people say. That's how they like self-report. That's not true. There's a bit. Okay. I want to clear this up. 50%. Did you say 48%? Between 12 and 48%. Yeah. So, I'm not, yeah, so it's a lot closer to, I don't even know if it's 12. It ain't 48. So I you guarantee think, you that. Do you think the lactose intolerant are making it up? Yes. 
How many people do you think are genuinely lactose intolerant? Actually, like, cannot tolerate lactose? Yeah, like, like I'm talking about if you Less eat, than 10%. If you eat two slices of cheese pizza, you're Trent Browning it. Yeah, 5 to 10%, that might even be high. The people who say they're lactose intolerant because they get a little gassy, uh, the 50%, that's 48%. You're not actually lactose intolerant. I also feel this way about a lot of... Uh, and you can, all, by the way, your body can probably also handle gluten, just FYI. Your body can probably handle okay, it. Okay, I'm not going down that path. Okay, but it's the same thing. you. It's um, the same thing. Uh, no, it's not. It's no, no. absolutely not. No, some people's body can't. But the people who claim they can't handle gluten, most of them are full of crap. That's what I'm telling you. Some people's can't. Um, some of them have serious stomach disorders. Yeah, celiac disease, that's a real thing. Oh, I. you know what? I can't actually handle gluten. That person can probably handle gluten. This is what well, I'm telling you. So I wonder about sometimes, like I've said before, I'm not going to go on this uh, rant again. Like I find milk totally disgusting. Oh, I think funny. milk is so creepy. I think that people drink cow's milk is just awful yeah. like it really creeps me out but there's also a certain kind of person who's like oh my tummy hurts because i Thank ate you. all this ice cream and yeah. it's like yeah because you're 45 years old Thank you. and you ate four scoops of ice cream yeah, yeah, yeah. with sprinkles and chocolate on top do you think that's gonna make you feel good it, you just had a freaking milkshake yeah. like you think the milkshake the spiked milkshake that you got at the fancy new bar in assembly row is gonna make you feel good <laughs> like you're not you're not 21 you can't eat like that anymore there's a difference though between that and the people who are putting a little creamer in their coffees, right? Yes. Yeah, so no, totally. So if you're totally. putting creamer in your coffee and it's really upsetting your stomach, then I believe you probably have a problem with lactose. Yeah, I think people just want to feel special, largely. And so it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, oh, uh, I actually can't have my... Don't put milk in mine. I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Don't put milk in there, please. So I don't know. I honestly don't know if you show up to the grocery store. Is oat milk more expensive than milk? No, so that's what this lawsuit says. It okay. says that that they're so basically fine. the same cost. So my, my well, what, did first anyone all, tell these people they don't have to go to Dunkin' Donuts? Okay. By the way, that's well, a good one. Okay, Arcan. so here's here's the, here's another part of it. Uh, a suit alleging similar lactose-related discriminatory actions was filed against Starbucks Ooh. in a court in Florida uh, in 2022. Uh, with the same law firms representing both Starbucks and Dunkin'. Mm -hmm. Seems like kind of a conflict of interest. Starbucks is seeking to have that case dismissed in its filings. They argued that the um, ADA does not require a public accommodation to offer accessible goods or have them sell at the same price as non-accessible goods. Okay, so look. So, by the way, they're basically the same price. What does that mean? Number one, they're basically the same price. Number two? It means that they're enriching themselves off the backs no, of no, the no. lactose challenge. No, no, no. Number two. You know why you're getting charged two extra dollars on your dumb coffee? Because you're annoying to deal with as a customer. Because it's annoying. Because you're annoying everybody else. You're holding everything up. You're slowing it down. Oh, why I actually it need this. Why holding it up to say I want oat milk? Trust me. So it's just, uh, oh, I actually I don't drink coffee. I need so it I a certain know. way. I need it with oat milk. You can't make your coffee like normal. Let me hold up the whole line. Let me slow everybody down. And a lot of people do it on apps these days. So maybe I'm barking up the so wrong tree. You're a chump if you're waiting in line in the first place. You know why I go into coffee shops? You know why I do it? The ambiance. Because I get a black coffee and it takes two seconds. Maybe somebody will recognize you. So I go I go in. Cat's like, oh, why don't you order ahead? Because my coffee's not a pain in the ass. Because I walk in and I go, oh, I need a hot coffee. And give it to me black and it's done. And so you you should be charged two extra dollars because you're an annoying customer. That's why. That's the real reason. And so if you want to file a suit over that, go ahead. But I'd charge you two extra bucks too. So wait a minute. The plaintiffs are alleging that oat milk costs upchurch. the same as regular milk? Like for okay, basically, basically okay, the same. Okay, but that's, that can't be true. And if I'm a company like Dunkin' Donuts on the margins, I'd look at that and say, hey, only 36, whatever it is, percent of my customers are coming in and asking for this. It's a Somewhere perishable product. It goes bad eventually. Like, I don't want to have to throw a bunch of this oatmeal oh, out. I'm not going to be Hang spending on. all this money on Hang it. Hang on. Ryan just dropped this in. 
Oat and plant-based milk, in general, costs more than cow's milk. Of in, course it does. In 2022, well, that was my instinct, too, but the, the suit says it's basically the same. In 2022, retail data showed that plant-based milk costs an average of seven eighty-seven a gallon, compared to four twenty-one for a gallon of cow's Thanks, milk. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> Biden's not going to make it. Biden's got the oat milk up at $8 a gallon. <laughs> You can't milk an oat. I've tried. That's according to Daniel Gertner, business analyst at the Good Food Institute. Always so I, 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 look, I don't know how reputable that is, but okay, it's almost twice. How twi- good is the food? It comes from a plant. It's almost twice as expensive. So you know why your coffee's more expensive? There. Uh, take your suit and stuff it. I have two points on this. And you're annoying. One, it really opens a door because, so as you said, people who have celiac disease, if, yeah. if you go to a restaurant and they yeah, say- that's a real that's a real right, thing. which is a real thing. Yeah. But if you say, well, you need gluten-free bread or you need gluten-free crust on a pizza, like Arcan, you can you can speak to this. They usually charge you. They say that's like an extra $2 or something. Yeah, depending on where you are. But yeah, my wife has celiac. Accommodation. So yeah, yeah it's to, a special accommodation. Right. It's not like- That's I'm, real. I'm that's diagnosed. I'm about that. That's a real diagnosed thing. Your but doctor told you you have a disease. I understand that. I believe that. The when other, you just say, mm, gluten doesn't really sit well with me, I'm going to be gluten-free, which is a lot of people. Yeah, if you're paltrowing it. Yes. So <laughs> like that, when I say I don't believe it, that's what I mean. If your, do- if your doctor tells you, Scal, that you can't tolerate uh, celiac, uh, uh, Scal, gluten. Scal, no ice cream. <laughs> yeah, no ice, no ice cream before the interviews, Scal. Um, if your doctor tells you that, I believe it. But most people just say, mm, I, you know what? I'm lactose intolerant. I, milk doesn't really agree with that. Ironic Scalix and nice strawberry ice cream combo free does a radio hit with us. <laughs> like, I have a friend who's vegan. He chooses to be vegan. Right. right. You yeah. Know? He doesn't right. need to yeah, be so vegan. If you, but this if you choose to be vegan, you're going to get charged two extra bucks because you're this annoying. This is specifically about lactose intolerance. I know. But I was saying there's other people. The who other thing like I this. would say is when you're going to Starbucks, like, I'm guessing you're not ordering a cup of milk, right? Like, you're ordering. You're ordering coffee, and the milk is an extra yep. thing. One grande yes. cup of so, milk. Well, yeah, if you're a wuss and you don't like coffee, you're going to put milk in it's it. Yes. Not it's, the, yeah. it's not the product. I feel like it's within their latitude to say, well, we're going to charge you this much for the caramel additive or the vegan right. additive or whatever. Like, right. it's it's not the thing itself. Right. It's what you're choosing to add to the product. Yeah, right. Sometimes, not often, I like a little French vanilla in the coffee. You know what? I go in, I put some, pop some vanilla in there. You know what they do? They charge me extra. You know Why? Because it's extra and it costs more. Because I'm fancy. So they charge me more. And so I I can't believe, I mean, I can believe it. Trust me, people are very litigious. But I that's a, and, and it's, it's uh, cr- creates great outrage, I would say, when you hear that. So Causes outrage. I am, do not uh, identify myself as lactose intolerant. Um, I, I have one friend who is pretty seriously, like, she really can't eat cheese and she loves cheese and I feel bad for well, her. What does that mean? Like she will poop her pants if she eats cheese. <laughs> like she's very depressed. Over but has it. the do- has the doctor ever said, "Yeah, you can't eat dairy"? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I if you poop yourself enough that... times, you don't really need the doctor to no, reinforce I mean, I, it. Like, like, she, I guess, she, but like, it's to the point. It where always she comes orders, back to poop and explaining like, these days. Like, I know. No, I, no, well, I, I got to be honest. I like it very much. But yes, she orders a weird pizza that doesn't have cheese on it, and I'm like, "What is this? It's terrible. This isn't pizza." And she's like, "I can't eat it. Like, I'll have to take so many lactate pills, and even then, I'm not really square." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, I kind of I buy it with you because I see you depriving yourself, and it sucks." Like, I see the pain that you're going through. Other people, mm, my tummy Just, hurts. Yeah, not- will she also have a couple martinis and go, we're going to Domino's. I don't care what I feel like in the morning. Everybody just wants to no. feel, everybody needs to feel a little special these days. I need to feel a little special. So, you know what? Oh, actually, I can't drink milk and I can't have cheese. Or, you know what? Uh, I, bread doesn't sit well with me. 
So that's all that is. But go ahead and sue. Go ahead and sue. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to go well in court. Did they win the one with Starbucks? I, I guess I shouldn't say that. Did they win the one with Starbucks, or is that still so ongoing litigation? It's ongoing, according okay. to this article. Yeah. Good luck. I'm getting extra whole milk in my coffee tomorrow. <laughs> Duncan, I got your bag. We don't drink a lot of milk in the Jones household, but it's uh, it's what you said, Mego. It's because I, I don't really like it. It's not because I can't so tolerate gross. it. Oh, my God. When it leaves that residue on the glass, it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> you with your bird bones in there. I do. My bones are hollow. They, I have hollow bones. They're all going to break by the time that I'm... Meg right. osteoporosis. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You just wait. Jones left. I liked it. I'm uh, not waiting. I drink milk. That's Meg's planing each and every day at this time here on Jones and Mega with Arcan. Let's wrap it's not the- good for your skin. Either. I like to get right under the cow. And- <laughs> <laughs> you ever milked a cow? It's way warmer. Way warmer than I'm comfortable with. Uh, we got Bet Roulette next. Now more of Jones and Mego on WEEI. Rumor boys. Hey, rumor boys, Bruins guys. I'm hearing that uh, El Capitan might be making a comeback. With this is ultimate news. rumor boys. Ultimate oh, rumor yeah. boys. But apparently, apparently Bergeron's been skating around here a little bit. Now, then we get word he skates a little bit just to stay fresh for the alumni games. Which I didn't believe. Which that's that's a little like you're probably 20 years younger than most of the guys playing in the alumni games but he he's a professional he's a workhorse so maybe he is but if patrice bergeron's out there skating around looking at maybe a february comeback can you imagine the bruins fans r.a'd be over there wearing his bees diaper and i'm choosing to believe smoking it. his bong i want to see video of what he's doing at these practices to stay in quotes, in shape for these alumni games. Give me a f-ing break. He's probably working on his wrister from the slot right now. He's working on the bumper position and not on that power play. He's snapping back faceoffs. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. I believe. What a clip. What a clip. Sure. Most of my enjoyment is how much Ryan hates it. That's from uh, Spitting Chicklets. Which one's the guy that sounds like Gronk? Uh, I think you're... Rumor Boys? Hey, Rumor Boys Bruins, guys? I'm yeah. hearing that... that uh, that's Paul Bissonnette. Okay, the second Gronk. This voice is Paul Bissonnette. That's sounds Gronk? like Gronk to me. The first voice is Ryan Whitney. Yeah. I believe! That's... I think that's Bissonnette I think Gronk just sounds Canadian. <laughs> yeah, he's working on his clapper, boys. <laughs> Someone in the Twitch chat said that Gronk and I pronounce the W word the same. Which doesn't really make me feel better about how I pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. That we pronounce that the same. Yeah, I would not uh hang your hat on that. No, I would not. Yeah, uh, Gronk says myself. Yeah, That's, Gronk says it that way, and he's a, also a broadcasting professional. That's the uh number one hockey podcast in America. Although what chaos, I think, uh closing the gap a little bit with our I pal, love what chaos. Our I'll pal DJ Bean and Pete Blackburn, I gotta be honest, uh love those guys. Not listen to a full episode, but I watch the clips. Uh, we had Deej in here. Jason uh, Kels on defensive on, on the offensive line. You know, what chaos closing the gap there. Uh, I do agree with our buddy John in the car. You know, if you want good Bruins scoops, why don't you just listen to Scoops Keefe? He's got all the Bruins news. True. It's true. Is Bergeron making a comeback? What did Steve Conroy say, Arkand? He said that he texted or he got a text from Bergeron saying that he is absolutely not, capital not, N-O-T, uh, making a comeback. Okay, so maybe we should check in with Scoops Keith on this. We'll, He's probably uh, working on his wrister from the slot right yeah. now. He's working on the bumper position and not yeah. on that power play. Yeah. He's working on his howler. Yeah, his I clapper. Listen, I listen to Milbury on the uh, morning show, on the Greg Hill show. Uh-huh. 
And his take was, well, Patrice isn't fat right now, so could happen. So he could be coming back. Because he's not fat. He hasn't even been out for a full season. <laughs> yeah, and also Phil Kessel's fat, and he still plays. So. Do people think they need him? Both good points. Like, in all honesty, do people think they need him? I don't know, Jones. Do you think they need him? I'm not, I, I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> do people think they need him? Honestly. Do you think think team- I think they could use him, sure. Hmm. It's like a third and third line center. I don't want him up top. Okay, good. Thank you. You put him on the team. I don't think he makes the okay, team worse. You want to put him in your bottom six, fourth line grinder? Fine. Uh, maybe I could be talked into it. How are you going to say bonjour when you already said merci? It's <laughs> a good point. It's a great point. Uh, merci, Patrice. I don't need to see you merci again. Merci is not au revoir. Unless you want to be on the uh, fourth line. That's a good point, Arkan. Uh, I my- believe. How dare you. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, anyway, stay tuned for Scoops Keith. He's got all the Bruins rumors. He's with Andy Hart tonight. Andy Hart. Uh, so dial him up. 617-779-7937. Meantime, let's get to Bet Roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. That's Cars with a K, the number four. Easy way to donate your car. Donate today. Your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com, 1-877-CARS-4-KIDS. Uh, I hit on Tatum under 30 last night, although I whiffed in a few SGPs, uh, Hauser and uh, Pritchard among them. So not the greatest betting night for me. Mego, you had the Celtics. I'm sorry, you had San Antonio plus 15 and a half. I think it was like 19, wasn't it? Didn't hit. Oh, yeah, no, it didn't hit. Arkham, what did you have? I had, <laughs> I had the... Um, the Bucks plus one. How'd they do? <laughs> they were yeah, down that. twenty-two to two in the first quarter. In and fairness, I stopped the second you that. said that last night, and in your defense, I didn't know this either. But the second you said that last night, the Twitch chat exploded, and it's like Giannis is out. Which and I was the Bucks not aware of. lost by forty. Right? What is that? What the final was? Yeah, it was like one hundred thirty-five to ninety-five. Yikes! Off the top uh, of my head. Okay, so anyway, that was last night. Another loss. Let's see if we can turn it around. Uh, Mega, why don't you uh, get us started here with your roll? Well, she's standing up for it this time. Little backspin. Mego rolls a two. It's a two. And that is the Avalanche and the Bruins tonight. The over-under in that game is six and a half goals. Two high-powered offenses, kind of. What do you think, Mego? Six and a half goals. Avalanche. Uh, I- I'll take the over. Yeah. I would like to see a high-scoring game. Let's get that going. you got to always take the over with a game like this, right? Uh, sure. Bet, if you're betting the under, you're I think, just. I'm pretty sure to I took the over. Fans of a good. I'm pretty sure I like took Paul Beeson on purpose now. Like what? Is no, that? am I? It's just me and Gronk. Give me the number again. Six and a half. Six. I'm pretty Six sure I. I'm pretty sure I just took it with the game in Denver like a couple of weeks ago, and it did not hit. Uh-oh. But okay. But that's fine. Uh, B's over six point five. Okay. Good enough. That's written in there. Let me roll. All right. Here comes the Jones roll. As he steps Whoa. up and lets it fly, that? that is a five. That was, was like, like a softball pitch. I was like, I was it like, was. I was like, Nomar it's like in Jenny the hole. Finch over here. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, no, you're right. It was more like Jenny Finch. That's true. <laughs> uh, all right, five is uh, NBA action. The Pacers, the new look Indiana Pacers, on the road taking on the Kings. The Pacers are eight point underdogs, and I should probably know why that is, but I don't. So uh, I'll any, tell you why. Halliburton's out. Halliburton's and they don't have Siakam okay, yet, well, and they just traded Bruce yeah, Brown. I was say, is Siakam already there? I'm taking the Kings. Okay, taking the Kings at home. Ox and the Fox. That one's for Ryan. Uh, put me down for Sacktown. All right, here's my roll. Okay, Arkan doesn't roll, as you know. He takes a shot off the backboard. No good. Really not and then even. Then he can't even see the dice. Yeah, really not that even close. That is a six, and the six is Illinois minus two and a half at Michigan tonight. Illinois, a ranked team. Michigan is not, uh, but I am going to go with the Illini on the road. Uh, it's not a very big line, but I do think that even though Michigan's had a big year, I'm going to go with the fight in Illini tonight. Minus two and a half 
on the road. Okay, Mego's got the over. Bruins and Avs, six and a half goals. I got Sacramento taking on the Pacers, favored by eight. Arkans going with the Fighting Illini at Michigan. Plus two and a half, I am told. It's plus 638. I like that. Nice. Some nice juice there. We Look. We don't have to hit on these all the time if we're in the plus six hundreds. You know, we don't good, have to be, good thing we don't. Yeah, no, I'm saying we're we're, we're not going to be hitting all the time. But you hit on one of those at plus six thirty eight. That's a nice little payday. Uh, so there you go. That's bet roulette each and every day at this time. Stay tuned. It's Scoops Keith alongside Andy Hart. Maybe he's got some Bruins intel. You never know with that guy. Uh, plus, all your thoughts on Bill Belichick to the Falcons. News could break tonight. What are they doing with the third pick? That'll all be covered here on Weei. We'll talk to you tomorrow at two o'clock. That's you the pumpkin market. The greatest gift I don't know this song. And the card inside would say thank you for <laughs> being a friend. In Lee Daniels' biopic, The United States vs. Billie Wait, Holiday. What, what was that? What? A biopic? 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 biopic. I gotta be honest, I'm never actually quite sure how to pronounce that one either. Biopic? Biopic? What is it? Biopic. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. Biographical picture. Okay, great. We're all really impressed with your uh, knowledge of the English language, Mago. Good for you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.